Welcome back to Real Presence Radio. We had a nice Scottish jig there. I had to calm calm Mark down a little bit. <laughs> Everybody's reaction, even like Jessica, like just a bunch of head nods, like, wow, okay. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so, wonderful. Well, welcome back to our Fall Live Drive 2022. Again, the number to call, we have a, we have a goal here for this hour, $4,500, and uh, we would love... Um, to meet it, to be part of, uh, be part of the Real Live Drive mission, to part of Real Presence Radio's mission. So the number to call eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. Joining us here at St. Thomas Aquinas Newman Center, we have the Zubrod family, Phil and Katie, and their two beautiful girls. Um, they're going to lead us in prayer. We're going to start every hour with prayer. Um, so, so Phil and Katie, what prayer are you praying today? We are going to chant the Salve Regina. It is a prayer that we sing mostly every night. And uh, so that's, that's what we're going to do. That's beautiful. And can you introduce your girls for yeah, the listening have, audience here? We have Agnes and Anastasia. And they're a little shy, so hopefully we'll hear them too. <laughs> <laughs> that's all good. That's great. Well, let's, let's begin with the sign of the cross yeah. and go ahead. Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Salve Regina, Mater Misericordiae, Vita Dulcedo, et spes nostra salve. A te clamamus, exulet filieve, a te suspiramus, gementes et flentes, in hoc lacrimarum vale. Ea ergo, advocata nostra, eos tuos, misericordes oculos, ad nos converte. Et Jesum, benedictum fructum ventris tui, nobis, Post hoc exiliu ostende, O clemens, O pia, O dulcis virgo maria. Father, Father, Holy Spirit, Spirit, Amen. Amen. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Anastasia, uh, Agnes, and Phil and Katie. Thank you so much for that prayer. We're going to be talking to Phil and Katie uh, a little bit later. Um, so really appreciate that prayer to start us off for our lady to to pray for us during this next hour of the live drive. Joining us right now is Jessica Kuznia. She was with us on the other side of the break. Um, she was talking about her, her journey from, from Christendom and back again. Um, and the administrative assistant here at St. Thomas Aquinas uh, Newman Center here in Grand Forks. Um, yeah, no, I, th- that was beautiful. I love that's it. Fantastic. And, and yeah. I have really been, you know, uh, this is one of the things I love regarding not just you know, Catholic radio. You get to share how different families pray, what they're doing. You get a little insight onto what home life is like, what they're striving for. Yeah. You know, so you're hearing the families. Um, and let's just face it, there's something that's just very uh, disarming when you hear children pray. You know, it's so hopeful, you know, you know, they're being taught it, but to hear it, it's like, there's just a sense of whatever can be overwhelming. It's just, just washes away. Mm-hmm. So the, the purity is piercing, I think in that regard. So I loved mm-hmm. it. Um, even though like we were he- mainly hearing Philip and Katie, <laughs> uh, but you, you know, those little ones know it. 
they you do. know, and that's what they're because I think Philip said that's what they're doing for just what they usually do for night prayer, um, and they're praying with the church with yeah. that. Um, so Mother Church continues to guide. It's so good, and so we come back to Jessica, uh, her college experience, Christendom. Mother Church continues to guide through her college years, and brings her here to the Newman Center. Mother Church continues to try to well, not to try to but to guide and and offer guidance to uh, the students here. Uh, Jessica, can you share a little bit? What are you seeing on campus here? You know, um, I think a lot of our listeners are aware of Newman Centers mm-hmm. and the the service that they are to be to the students on the campus. Can you share what are you seeing here? Yeah, so the Newman Center is really, we call it a home away from home. Yeah. So it's a place for the students to, they come and they play games, have meals, they study, they pray, they um, have Bible studies. Um, so we just try to facilitate that community for them, a place for them to come and meet other Catholic students, to be discipled and folk discipled through focus um, and focus missionaries and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, so like today we have adoration going on from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. and okay. ends with 8 p.m. mass tonight. And we have adoration three days a week here. Um, and it's really beautiful to see students take time out of their day and, you know, in between classes or however that works for them to come sure. and take an hour. Uh, yeah, I mean, you've been here for eight years, too. Yeah. So I bet, I, you know, t- talk a little bit about, like, yeah. I bet you see some people come in this first week, like, after Welcome yeah. Week. They're tentative maybe to do these events yeah. um, to sign up for adoration. Yeah. And then talk about a little bit if you've seen transfer- transformation through the school year, oh, how, yeah. how that's been. Yeah. Yeah, so there is. There's a lot of tentativeness um, at the beginning of the school year. And I think especially for a lot of freshmen, you know, you see them kind of come with their parents that first weekend of class and everything. But then, you know, but then it really becomes up to them if this is something that they're going to make a priority or if this isn't something that they're going to make a priority. Um, and I've been really surprised at some students who maybe even didn't show up here until their junior or senior year. Um, and then all of a sudden they're involved, they're praying. Um, so you never know how the Lord works because... You know, it can be you catch them from the first instant when they're a freshman. It can be, you know, their senior year. Um, but either way, it's really, yeah, mm-hmm. it's really beautiful to see. It is interesting, you know, because, I mean, there's something to be said about God's timing, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but the flip side of that, not just God's timing, but God's patience. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like God just yeah. waited till they were 21 to call them. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know, and yeah. so also I... It's so interesting when some of the, mm-hmm. you know, the young adults around the campus or when they just admit, I've been avoiding this. Mm-hmm. I've been kind of running away or I just, yep. I wasn't ready. Um, yeah. And God's patience. I think that's, yeah. um, so that I think. Mercy. Yeah. yeah. Mercy and that patience of like, yeah. you know, he doesn't, well, I called you once and now you're not listening. Yeah. So yeah. That, now, it, but that patience, he's not a one and done God. Exactly. Yeah. Not a one and done yeah. God. And, and I, I kind of like that phrase, like, cause that, that would not be mercy, <laughs> you know? Right. So yeah. thanks for, thanks for saying that Blake. Um, yeah. and, and what greater point of, uh, as far as an embodiment of patience mm-hmm. and offering Eucharistic adoration where Jesus is literally waiting for us, waiting yeah. for these students to come. Mm-hmm. You know, so you just said you offer uh, Eucharistic adoration here three mm-hmm. days a week. Yep. Um, 
And is it is it just the students? Are there other adults coming in? Um, yeah, there's no um, other adults from the community signed up for like a specific hour. Um, but people definitely do stop by during the day, and they'll pop into the chapel. I'll pop into the chapel sometimes. Yeah, good. Yeah. Times. But um, but yeah, it's all students who are coming in and, and making making that time. So mm. just what great. a beautiful like just respite. Yeah, away from kind of an oasis. Totally amidst the busy culture, and I mean, yeah. academia is that's a busy place too. There's it a is, lot yeah. of pressures, especially yeah. as you get, you know, junior, senior, maybe even graduate school, yeah. um, to come here and just to, Lord, here I am. Yeah, you know, here I am, mm-hmm. and to have a like I love that home away from home. That spirit yeah. of hospitality yeah. um, is such a beautiful thing for students to receive, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, those freshmen, like yeah. I think of those freshmen. We all were freshmen. Yeah, yeah. it's a scary time. <laughs> oh, it yeah. is. Like, I yeah. just want my mom right now. Yeah. Not that I don't want to tell anyone that. Right, I know. <laughs> but to yeah. uh, to have a home away from home, and then mm-hmm. as the years go by, uh, to build those friendships, and mm-hmm. a lot of times the friendships last. Oh yeah, years, I'm. You know, years. some of my best friends are my college friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. For sure. Yeah, and so to have that environment at a parish that's connected to the school. Mm-hmm. I saw that those best friends are the ones that are going to help you in your faith, walk alongside you yeah. in your faith, accompany you, yeah. and that you would accompany them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, it's, this is a massive part of life. This is part of why the church, especially in its more recent years, has put a lot of energies. You mm-hmm. talked about uh, a lot of energies in reaching out to young adults. Yeah. Uh, you talked about having focused missionaries here. Yeah. You know, um, Focus has shown itself to really grow to be quite a dynamic ministry of evangelization on co- college campuses and not just catholic colleges right right? i mean they're going into frankly they go wherever they're welcome patterning themselves after jesus right i go wherever i'm welcome Mm -hmm. and so uh it's a it's a beautiful ministry i'm going to give the phone number out again in the ways to give uh and that number is 877-795-0122 or you can go onto real presence radio website you can listen to the live drive uh live um, from the website and you could uh, also go to the place where it says donate from the website or you can go onto the real presence radio app and click on donate variety of ways uh, to make your gift to send your gift to real presence radio to continue to support this apostolate that seeks to serve the many other apostolates that are happening throughout minnesota north south dakota wyoming and wisconsin um there's there really there's so much going on uh, Blake, we have a couple of gifts that have come in, if you wouldn't mind reading those off. Yes, Jim and Jackie from Napoleon, North Dakota, giving at the disciple gift level, level. And Jim and Jackie would like to dedicate their gift in honor of their parish priest, Father John Cazito. Uh, so Jim and Jackie from Napoleon, Napoleon, just beautiful Catholic community uh, down there. Uh, thank you so much for your gift. Uh, Brady and Haley from West Fargo, North Dakota, giving at the Disciple uh, gift level. And Brady and Haley are offering this gift in memory of Haley's grandma, Shirley. So Brady and Haley, thank you so much for that gift. I hope that encourages others to also uh, say yes and and give to the mission of RPR. Many, you know, we're looking for first-time donors as well. You know, there's a lot of um, people maybe have been listening for, for a lot of years. And maybe it's time to, you know, I think I need to support my local station. Uh, very important for that to happen as well. So really appreciate Jim and Jackie from Napoleon and Brady and Haley from West Fargo. 
So speaking of gifts that have come in, you know, we talked about challenge gifts that come in ahead of time, you know, and there's been a few challenge gifts that came in ahead of this life drive with that same ambition in mind, Blake, to encourage those who are listening. Maybe they're listening for the first time. You know, we're talking about students that are coming into a college campus for the first time. Maybe they don't really know what the Newman Center is. Maybe they come by out of curiosity or maybe like, fine, mom, I'll go check it out just as long as you stop telling me, whatever the perspective is, (laughs) because they're all out there. Uh, Yeah, for sure it does. Um, But they come by, you know, and we talked about, and there Jesus is waiting for them, whatever their disposition is. And so um, we're so thankful for these challenge gifts that have come. So Dennis and Terry from Greenbush, Minnesota, extend their challenge gift, requesting prayers for all the young families out there. Amen, Dennis and Terry. And thank you for your generosity. And thank you to the many uh, anonymous donors who have given ahead of time and will continue to give. One of those being from Grand Forks, offering their gift for peace and consolation for their family. Also, another gift, Tarek from Forest River is offering their gift for those suffering from addictions. Uh, Ray and Terry offering their gift in honor of their family and for the National Eucharistic Revival. Amen. Uh, exactly. I know it's hard. It's hard not to just to say yeah, amen. amen. You know, preach it, Ray and Terry. Thank you for your <laughs> generosity. Joe and Julie offering their gift in memory of Father William Sherman, which is a, you know one of our recent guests, right? Father Raymond Courtright uh, offering some love with some fondness for Father William Sherman. So Joe and Julie, thank you for your generosity. Father Leffer would like to offer his gift in honor of Rose Leffer. So, Father Leffer, thank you. For our listeners who recognize that name, you'll hear from Father Leffer and Father Gross tomorrow morning. And then Tom and Leola would like to dedicate their gift in honor of Bishop Ryan. So thank you, Tom and Leola. Um, again, the generosity is always such a gift, such a joy, and it's humbling. Uh, and we've since had another gift come in, Blake. Yes, go ahead. Uh, via, via our website, uh, Christian from Minot, North Dakota, giving at the guardian angel level gift in honor of uh, Julia Vorchich. Um, thank you so much, Christian, for your generosity, saying yes to our mission and, and giving to Real Presence Radio. So thank you so much. Jessica, I know our time is kind of coming, kind of coming down to an end. Uh, mm-hmm. But one of the things um, I often hear, and I just, okay, multiple thoughts just enter my mind here. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens. You're just like, okay, yeah. traffic jam, hold on. <laughs> yeah. uh, but in one of those things, uh, one of those thoughts, you know, I think so many of our listeners, uh, you know, they don't see a lot of young people in church. Mm-hmm. And so in turn, you know, the visual experience is going to often lead to what what they believe or what they see and with the lived experience. And so where are the young people? Well, they're just not active anymore. Mm. And that's just not true. And especially, you know, we, we're receiving these gifts from these small towns. Napoleon, mm-hmm. uh, okay, West Fargo is not small. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and, and Napoleon, <laughs> I go to, you know, you go, we were talking about Florian earlier. Yeah. We know most of our listening area is rural. And they're sending their yeah. kids off to colleges, which is usually means they're going to the city, the big city, mm-hmm. right? And that's a, that can be a scary thing. And so to know that there's a home away from home, like you mentioned, it, yeah. it's a big deal. But one of the things that we hear with Real Presence Radio, and I think Catholic Radio from around the country, is that, well, young adults aren't really listening to radio. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, well, what we're actually learning is sometimes they do. Uh, yeah. what they, they actually do listen to radio, yep. but a lot of them aren't listening to Catholic Radio. Sure. They're going to listen to what's most accessible, what's uh, right there, what's popular, uh, what's what's easy to access. And so, what we found is like we just we need to get ourselves in front of them. Mm-hmm. And so, building that relationship with the Newman Centers and wanting to do more. Mm-hmm. 
whether it's more programs there where they are, because we know it, it inspires me. Mm-hmm. You know, when when I hear young adults engage in the faith, um, and if that, especially if that means that they're going against the flow, you know, they're yeah. going upstream. Yeah. Um, that's a powerful thing. And right now, the universities, like, they're pretty powerful institutions, not always in sync with the church, right? Oh. I'm being nice about that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. when they're going against the flow, can you give us in 20 seconds or less, <laughs> what, what are you seeing with that? How are you seeing students go against the flow? I think there's a lot of students who really are just very bold for their faith in their classes, um, kind of speaking up or asking good questions that kind of challenge what their professors mm. are telling them. Praise God. Um, and that takes a lot of, that takes a lot of courage, which, you know, you know, the Holy Spirit's working because, <laughs> you know, they're not able to do that just of, you know, just on their own. So Absolutely. Yeah. And then this home away from home becomes a font for that courage. Yeah. You know, yeah. so. Yep. They're built up. Yeah. We have to take a break. Yeah. Thank you so much, Jessica. Uh, if you're tuning in, you want to make a gift, please call 877-795-0122. Stay with us. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. things for me the, the this concept of making holy the day you know not just one moment but the whole day and you know as as a member of the clergy we pray the liturgy of the hours um you know throughout the day various times of the day and for me that is that's kind of what's grounded my day in always being there turning to god but when you're you know when you're at work when you're driving in your car, there's a lot of a lot of things you can listen to, a lot of voices that can be out in the world talking to you, and putting on Real Presence Radio and, and having you know that that presence there um, is a great way to make holy the day. Even those little voices that just keep us thinking about God all day long. Not only does it connect us more with our Lord, but it makes those little struggles that you deal with on an everyday basis so much easier to deal with. We all like to shop local, but sometimes there are items you can't easily get nearby. The next time you shop online, think of Real Presence Radio. If you use our special link, Real Presence Radio will get a portion of your purchase price on Amazon, and it won't cost you anything additional. Just go to realpresenceradio.com smile, and you're all set. You'll be directed to Amazon Smile, where a portion of your purchase price will be donated to Real Presence Radio. It's easy, fast, and doesn't cost you a dime. Find the link at realpresenceradio.com smile. It really is time to evangelize, and Catholic Radio is the premier tool to do just that. This platform is unique because it's reaching hearts and minds that otherwise might not hear the life-saving truth of the gospel. Even one soul is a soul worth saving, and now's your chance. During the pledge drive this spring, make a pledge to ensure that every soul can hear the life-saving truth. No matter how much you can give, your donation makes a difference. And what a beautiful gift that is to give. You're giving back. So please support Catholic Radio so that others can know the love of our Lord. And God bless you. Welcome back to Real Presence Radio. We are in the midst of our Fall Live Drive 2022 
Thank you so much for listening uh, to Real Presence Radio. Again, this is 100% listener supported, so we definitely need your support in this 4 o'clock hour. The number to call to make your donation is 877-795-0122. And also on our website, realpresenceradio.com, and on our app uh, through the App Store and the Apple one, whatever that one is. That is the App Store. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Real Presence Google Radio Play. app. Google Play. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> well, uh, we have a very exciting segment. Uh, Phil and Katie Zubrod um, are joining us um, as guests uh, during this this last segment of, of Mark, and, Mark and I's time here. We're broadcasting live from St. Thomas Aquinas Newman Center. Um, it's such a pleasure to have uh, Phil and Katie with, it, with us. How are you guys doing today? Doing, doing well. Doing well. That's good. Me and Phil go back a, a long, a long ways. We uh, this morning we had Father Bob Schreiner, who was uh, an alum of Cardinal Minch Seminary, and uh, Phil is also an alum of, of Cardinal Minch Seminary as well as myself. So I'm very happy to have uh, both of you guys here with us. Um, in the Newman Center is a special place for for all of us, right. uh, for Phil, Katie, and myself. Um, it's where. We kind of, uh, Phil and I were friends before, but where I met Katie um, and uh, where I met my wife, where you guys met, my gosh, and it blossomed into just beautiful families as well. So, so Phil and Katie, just tell us a little bit about, um, I guess, your journey, um, maybe starting with the Newman Center. I think that's a good place to start of like where, how did you guys meet and, and how did the Catholic faith have an influence in that meeting and, and bringing you to where you are today? Okay. I would say, I mean, our Catholic faith is what brought us here to the Newman Center. Uh, I was uh, discerning uh, the priesthood and and discerned out of that and landed back here in North Dakota and got a call from another friend of ours, uh, Jake Unterseer. You can shout him out. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) He's on tomorrow. He's on tomorrow. (laughs) And uh, so, you know, basically, like, I've got a room for you in Grand Forks if you're interested and at First, I was not, and then I said, but I'll pray about it. And through that time of prayer, I heard the Lord just saying, Grand Forks is going to be a place of healing for you. And just I went from, no way, don't want to, to, yeah, let's do it. So that's what kind of initially brought me up here and Katie at the same time as a focus missionary. uh, Yeah, I was forced to come up here from focus. (laughs) (laughs) where, Where were you coming from, Katie? Just Colorado, the best oh, state, beautiful. you know? I was yeah. The best state. Colorado Springs. <laughs> Sunshine State, they like to call it, too. Oh, yeah. They? I yeah. know. That's There's yeah, no blue sky out right now. It's a little cloudy today here <laughs> in Bradford. <laughs> so you came from Colorado. You started yes. in Colorado. Born and raised in Colorado? Born and raised, yep. Yeah. And then, um, so I moved up here. So we both moved to Grand Forks that same year. Yeah. But as a focused missionary, you're on a dating fast that first year. And so, and Phil had just left the seminary and his uncle had advised him to basically be on a dating fast right just get gotten out of a serious relationship with the church um that's a great way to put it yeah right yeah yeah, no, yeah, yeah. very true the late yeah. late months in your wall god oh, rest his soul yeah um wise advice there for for me and so we were acquainted with each other but um basically not on any kind of radar or anything like that as far as no i had dating. the young freshman girls in yeah. You hung out with the the senior people. Yep. And um, so then it was at a friend, Tom and Molly May's wedding the next year. Mm-hmm. And um, we had, I was invited, the whole women's house, Molly lived there, the, grand, the Newman Center house from 
UND Nomen Center. Yep. And then you went because you lived with Tom yep. that first year. There was so many like there was the men's house, there's the women's house, and then there was the new men's house, and there's the <laughs> right. new men's house. So we well, this we, is interesting because this is uh, the second time that this has been brought up. The the the, um, the Catholic houses that are on yeah. campus, and this these are actually popping up all over the country. You know this. I think that, you know, the church is just really trying to engage young adults and walk with them during those college years. And um, I think in a good way, getting creative. And so we, we might, I think I want to come back to these houses in a minute, sure, but yeah. keep going. Yeah, so we were at a wedding, and um, as I like to say, I danced with Katie, and, and for a moment I, I, no, I noticed her, and uh, as I say, the veil was <laughs> lifted, if you will, and, and, I, and I, I heard a voice like, what about Katie? And, and it's just like all of a sudden that started to, play in my mind and i was living out in williston in the uh, oil boom oh, time frame and yeah. listening to real presence radio out there having father leffer call me out during the fall live drive <laughs> like phil and williston if you're listening need a donation <laughs> That's awesome. my phone's blowing up because father leffer is calling me out and so but anyway um that kind of started the whole uh process of um I eventually came back uh started with catholic united financial at the same time and Asked Katie on our first date. She said yes, and the rest is like they say. <laughs> I asked her on the date right over in the room next door, right here. So, oh <laughs> or God. in this hallway, actually, yeah, in, yeah, hallway. in this hallway. Yeah. So, so the Newman Center is very much yeah. uh, at the core of our our courtship and engagement and 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 marriage and in the early years while we lived here in Grand Forks. So. And you weren't necessary. I mean, Newman Center's traditionally a place for the students you know but in my experience you're got I mean, you came as a focus missionary katie phil you came in in other circumstances after mm-hmm. seminary as well but it was also a place of, of meeting for you guys that weren't necessarily students at the time but it was kind of again as jessica was saying that place of of refreshment a place of reprieve um and community life that's right. what i'm hearing from you guys yeah. too is like oh, yeah. that need for community katie you coming out of the women's house uh, Phil, you were in Men's House 2.0. Yeah, because <laughs> there was two at that. We point. Called ourselves Newman Acres because we were a little bit. Some of us were a little bit older, so we were like a nursing home. So we had joked the geriatric units right. of, uh, of the men's houses as well. So tell us a little bit, like as you're courting, you know, as you're dating, you're still living in those communal houses and things too. So tell us a little the need for community, maybe at that at that time in someone's life, like mm-hmm. as a student or as. Um, you know, as you're as you're growing in faith, the need for community. Well, that's a good question. That's a great question. I mean, just right off the top you. of my head, you know, I mean, the church we are a community. I mean, we worship together as a community. You know, our public, the public worship of the church is is a communal uh, aspect, and so there, it really isn't just pull yourself up by your bootstraps and one, you know, individual kind of thing. Right. right. Um, you know, we have our personal prayer and our personal devotions and different things, but we're in this together, and it is through. Yeah, everyone uh, kind of helping us out. You know, sometimes uh, those things are great, and sometimes there's sometimes struggles within that communal life. And um, thankfully, saints like Saint Therese give us a little bit of help of how you know it wasn't easy for her as a cloistered nun. You'd think that oh, this is going to be clear sailing, but you know, everybody has has their things and issues, and and uh, we have our joys, we have our sufferings, and we can all share in those together. And so, um, yeah, having that communal life here together as a community at the Newman Center was, was really great. I mean, I think you really got to have real friendship, good friendship, Christ-centered friendship. So it was like iron sharpening iron. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I know, well, this is my personality too, but like, you know, some of the girls, they would come ask me a question because they knew I would tell them the truth. And like, is this dress too short or whatever as an example? And like, yeah, it kind of is. Maybe we could try to do this to make it longer, yeah. but like, you're asking me and I'm just going to tell you the truth. Um, or as we were recording, oh, my dear friends, we're so great. Like, oh, how do you feel about Phil today? I'm like, I don't know. I can tell he really likes me. I just don't know how I feel today. <laughs> I just have all this pressure, I think, really on myself. But right. um, yeah. but yeah, it was really great to have that community in it. And, like, um, and we had families at the Newman Center, too, because my family's in Colorado. So I got to see Phil interact with family and with kids, which was really important to me because I want to make sure I really marry like a good man yeah. and he can't fake it with all these people around in my imaginary dream world. So, right. Yeah. Well, I think there's something important to say there too, just in regards to relationship, um, because there's so much self-discovery going on in the college years. There's oh, yeah. so much that we're learning about ourselves. And so it just points all the more to that environment. What's the environment that we're surrounding ourselves around? You know, and that combined with, for many, so many young adults, that experience of freedom, uh, or you know, whether it's false notions of freedom, uh, whatever those perceptions are. And I, I am going to put a plug in quick for the phone number. Uh, before I get reminded, I need to put out the phone number. <laughs> um, so if you're listening, you're hearing uh, Philip and Katie Zubra just sharing their story, uh, and I'm just I'm loving. Uh, what they're sharing, and we're talking kind of just community life and the impact of community, um, and ways that you can help us continue to air these messages. Like we, this needs to be shared. Uh, please reach out. Call eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. Again, eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two, or go to the website realpresenceradio.com dot uh, com, or to our Real Presence Radio app and click on donate. Um, we've had a couple of gifts come in. Blake, do you want to throw those out yeah, there? Yeah, Ben and Betsy from East Grand Forks, Minnesota, giving at the evangelist level. So thank you so much, Ben and, Benz, ben and Betsy. And they're offering this gift in honor of Marge and Robert on their 70th birthday. And what that is, is they have birthdays really close together, and they're turning 70. They're not twins. They're just, oh, yeah, that's why I'm I, glad I, to say it, because I was literally yeah. about to say, oh. Like, yeah. At first I thought this said anniversary, and I was like, wait, what? Anyway. Yeah, their birthday. Uh, ben and Betsy, thank you so much from East Grand Forks, Minnesota. And if, just for everyone, we are broadcasting live from Grand Forks. So this is a shout-out to Grand Forks. We need your support, all the parishes, um, to come together and support Real Presence Radio. This is where we started. So East Grand Forks, Grand Forks, um, it's time to, time to step up here and, and help meet our goal. We also have Anonymous from Fargo, North Dakota, giving at the Guardian Angel level as well. So thank you so much, Anonymous, uh, for that gift again 100% listener supported that number again is 877-795-0122 also give on realpresenceradio.com and on the app so thank you so much for those gifts Blake it's been a little while since we've had an apostle level gift and so just to remind our listeners a lot of times uh, for those who give on an apostle level uh, we have a couple of different giveaways that tie to that the apostle level gift first those who donate a thousand or more they'll receive an olive wood crucifix this beautiful crucifix uh, from the Holy Land, made from uh, olive trees, and they've been touched to a relic of the true cross, making it a third-class relic, which I think is 
It's a special for us because today is the exaltation. Mm-hmm. It's the feast of the exaltation mm-hmm. of the Holy Cross. Yeah, this is planned, people. Like, we want the Holy Spirit to and just imbue His graces on us. And, and that's a gift that we'd like to give to you. So for those apostle-level uh, gifts, or those, if you're thinking about how much to give, maybe that's a little bit of incentive uh, to bless your home with a beautiful crucifix. Um, and for any new donors of $100 or more, uh, we'll be giving our PR t-shirts. So it's a Heather Blue uh, t-shirt, beautiful picture of the monstrance on the back with a quote from St. Augustine. And that quote is, recognize in this bread what hung on the cross and in this chalice what flowed from his side. And so for the first 72 donors of $100 or more, if you're a new donor, a new donor of $100 or more. So if you've made a gift, please don't like, well, um, that means I'm not new, so I won't get that shirt, so I won't give. Please talk yourself out of that. <laughs> Please give, because we, we welcome that gift. But maybe reach out to some friends that you think maybe haven't made a gift to Real Presence Radio. Um, we'd love to give away those t-shirts. Um, I'm kind of hoping, like, I'm willing to buy a t-shirt. Yeah. You know, so I'm kind of, I want to see that. And I think it's, it's a great quote, uh, recognizing this bread, what hung on the cross, and in this chalice, what flowed from his side. I know as we were praying with that, just the relationship of the Feast of the Exaltation of the Holy Cross, and then the, the Eucharistic Revival. So there's just this, yeah. this clash of the liturgical season and just the Holy Spirit moving in the church. Um, but now, back to Katie and Philip. <laughs> back to our, uh, was it, uh, away from the commercials, back to our, back to our reg- regular, regular air program. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, um, but just hearing you guys talk about your story, uh, the college years, Katie, I, I, the word that came to mind as you were talking about, um, whether it's the reputation they have, is just authenticity. Yeah. There's just, like, you know, being authentic. And I, I found any, any and all ages, we desire to be around people who are authentic. Uh, culture desires it. Community thrive in it, you know. And so, I just want to come back to you. I, I was loving what you're saying. If you would continue to share about, I think it was like your question, kind of centered around community. Yeah, and like what Bryn comes to mind with authenticity is we we've thrown this around like real relationship. You've heard that before mm-hmm. of like real mm-hmm. relationship. Um, you talked about real friendships. Mm-hmm. What does that, I mean, what does that mean? Like, what does it mean to be real and authentic and how does that bear fruit, you know, just in your growth as a, as a Christian, you know, as way a community and then back to community, it kind of forces us to do that. If, you know, we lived alone in an apartment before, you know, if you came home from Wilson, it's like, I'm just going to live alone in this apartment. I'm not going to come to community. Right. It, it wouldn't force us to be authentic, but back to like authenticity and real relationship. What does that, what does that do for, for us as, as Christians and Catholics? One, I think it forces you to be vulnerable. Um, so you have that choice to to share of your heart and the the willingness that you would be received, and also the fact that you could be rejected. And the risk of that. Um, it's a risk. Yep. Yeah. And also, um, oh, I just lost my thought of of just like you know that vulnerability um, of you're you're in it with somebody through the thick and thin. I mean, I can just think of my friend. And I will call her, we had a bad day at school. <clears throat> you know, it's still the morning. They're probably doing, we homeschool. She's probably doing school. And I just pick up the phone, call her. I'm like, Lord, please just let her answer her phone, please. <laughs> and she did. Like, 
I just bawling like this is what happened please help me walk through this like get me out of this grudge this moment and, I, and she's had those moments you know that vulnerability in those hard times and those glorious moments of celebration of, of the good too you know life isn't all, yeah. Yeah. all drudge mm-hmm. no that's a beautiful thing of, uh, of just being vulnerable and being weak you know that, mm-hmm. that weakness that, that uh, being poor in spirit before another in a way um is, is so important for real relationship. It helps you go to that deep level because really that's where we need to be with our Lord, right? You know, to be completely vulnerable to the point of like, Lord, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what direction to go. I don't, I don't know. You got to tell me and almost yeah. like to, to lay it on the line in that way. Um, he wants that. He wants our yeah. real authentic hearts before kind of just in that weak way like i i can't do yeah. this tell, yeah. tell me and help me i think know? it's yeah, it's like that both end thing both not only with the lord of you know going to him and 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 being weak and just okay here i am lord um uh, you know i come to do your will but mm-hmm. you know just help me here i am uh mm-hmm. you know just like the line that stuck out to me with the gospel this week is like that the, the older son, and that's the son I always identified with, is like, Dad, you never gave me anything. And, and But the thing is, is that he gave half of his inheritance away to the son who went away. So all that remained was that the father had what the son was going to get, that older son was going to get. Yeah. So he says, son, I, everything I have is yours. You know? Um, you know, I am here with you. And so it's just like the father is saying to me, like, everything I have is yours. He, he, the father's poured out everything to us through his son. And and in the, and then with the anointing of the Holy Spirit, like we've been given everything, we are we are you know made an image likeness of God. We are made um, his sons and daughters through the waters of baptism, and like we everything everything is given to us. And it's like to sit there with that is not necessarily easy in, in prayer, but like like okay, and to sit there and then from that then to pour out into our you know relationships um, as well with the people that were were around, you know, with Katie and and all of our mm-hmm. you know friends and whatnot it's it takes a little bit of courage and um mm-hmm. so but but it's worth the adventure oh very much so yeah absolutely and it's what we're called to i love right. it it's worth the adventure and, and that adventure is what we're invited into yeah. like the lord knows what we have in front of us is an adventure you know, I, I go back to Lord of the Rings. I'm a big Lord of the Rings fan. Love it, okay. or the Love Hobbit. It. You know, and please you know, go on. You get, <laughs> uh, but that that awareness. You know, Gandalf. For those of your listeners, if you're not familiar with Lord of the Rings, he's he's a great wise figure. He's a, he's a wisdom figure in the story of uh, the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. And he approaches these very simplistic figures, the hobbits. So he goes to uh, Bilbo. You know, and the reputation. He used to be adventurous. And then he all of a sudden he shot away from adventure because it had risk. He couldn't control it. And Gandalf, very wisely, he says, you've changed. You know, like, but what he's getting at is you weren't made for that. You're not made to be the one that's in control. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's great to plan. We need to plan right, ahead. Right, yeah. But we're made for adventure. And that's my point, what I'm getting at. And that's what I love what you're saying there, Philip. Well, it's one of the mantras that we heard around here at the Newman Center was just like, you know, we do the natural, God does the supernatural, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, biggest problem, or not struggle or whatever, just, we just got to show up, you know, show yeah. up to prayer, show up to our lives, and, and do, what, do the natural and, and let the Lord take yes. care of the supernatural. Yeah, there, there's a quote in our conference room at RPR. I just know the from Mother Angelica. You know, it's almost like the tragedy of being fearful and doing nothing. It's quite another thing to be fearful and to take that next step. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you can feel that fear, but to take that next step in faith to know, you know, God is with me. But it's a quite another thing, and almost shameful to like, be fearful and do absolutely nothing. Yeah, you know, yeah. so, but it takes courage. It takes a lot of courage. Well, and I want to come back to you, Katie, you were talking about um, the importance within community life to be vulnerable. You know, and I just want to give a shout out because that is not just something for the women folk or the girls. You know, I think it maybe comes a little more easy for girls to be vulnerable, yet we're all called to it. And it, so um, as you were talking, I was reminded of, okay, you had these women's house and men's house. And for, I think, a lot of these college students that grown men and grown women may never have the experience of is sisterhood and brotherhood and how to foster sisterhood and brotherhood and what that can look like. You know, they came to you because you're going to be the straight shooter. You're going to tell them what's up, but it's out of respect Maybe they don't want to hear it. Maybe they're not going to go to you because they don't want to hear it. Um, but they know they can't av- avoid you if it's the same household eventually. And so that challenge of community life. you know. And with the men's house, I wasn't here. I don't know what happened. Other than you're fostering a brotherhood. you know. And I, I know that that's a similar desire that they hope gets fostered in seminaries, fostering brotherhood. Mm-hmm. You know, I had experience. I, I know they focus, the focus missionaries certainly dive into that fostering the sisterhood, brotherhood. Katie, I know you, mm-hmm. you could speak to that with focus. I had experienced a similar thing as a net missionary, that awareness of uh, brotherhood and sisterhood, and that I love what you said with iron sharpens iron. Um, you know, because that is what's happening. Well, why is iron sharpening iron? To make us stronger. You know, and yet, so it brings back that in our weakness, we are strong. You know, in strength in numbers. You know, and so that, other part of what we're made we're made for adventure but we're also we're made for community you know and so then the whole family life i mean my mind is flying right now with so many things because of the conversation we had earlier too with some of the priests right yeah in you know full circle for our listeners because it really is and this is the beauty of what um as philip was talking earlier i just felt like this is a conversation we'd have microphones on or off yeah, you know, you're diving into the conversation, um, and yet the conversation that I hope our listeners feel right there, and that's what RPR does. I feel it gives an opportunity to share the the realness of a, of a conversation like this, so that our 2.4 million possible listeners could be a part of this and to listen to. That's why I feel like. like Real Presence Radio um, is so important to have right. this. There's something greater out there. <laughs> I mean, it was formative for me when yeah, I was in college. Tell us about that. Yeah, because just how real when, when I was in college, I was here at UND, and just like it was something that I that I turned on, and it was kind of helping me draw. I had a foundation of faith growing up, but it was kind of like, but the whys weren't necessarily there of why we do it. Like I know like the truths, if you will, but why, yeah, yeah. right? And like. Real Presence Radio helped fill in those cracks. And I would listen to it driving around and, um, you know, just Mother Angelica kind of actually, you know, (laughs) giving me a hard time, if you will, you know, (laughs) late at night because her programming was on late at night, you know. And so, um, yeah, it's just that that companion. Real Presence Radio can be that companion to give you a window into other people's experiences, other people's lives, and whether they're um, local people or nationally known uh, 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 people as well, but just things that maybe we've thought of but never, like, explicitly stated, you know, like... 
I mean, the apologetic people you were saying, last, <laughs> yeah. like they know so much, you yeah, know, cat, and they can just the rattle it off. And it's yeah. like, it helps bring out things that maybe you knew or heard before, but like, oh yeah, that's right. Or oh, I've wondered the same thing and let me listen to see what, what happens. And so, uh, your support for this, for this network, Real Presence Radio really helps provide that, you know, that constant companion, whether in the car, you know, on the go, on our phones, computer, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And what? it's not just stuck there either. You know, like you can, it could go into your household. It can go into your community too. Yeah. You know, I'm just thinking about eyes in focus. You know, you're by all these amazing formation and your amazing parishes and yeah. whatever. And then now you're in reality and small town life. And well, we drive, we listen to stories a lot in the car. So yeah. usually we don't listen to Real Presence Radio unless. Like on the way up here, let's listen to it. And the well, girls. It's not the most like engaging thing for a seven-year-old. No, <laughs> yeah. 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 no, they yeah. would much rather listen to a story. Yeah. Yeah. My kids don't like Dr. Ray Garendi. Oh yeah. He teaches my, you know, my wife how to be like a strong mom <laughs> and, and, and how to you know, overcome some of those challenges. Just, you know? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a treat when I go. I teach Creighton for natural family planning. So when I drive ten minutes to Reynolds, it's fun to listen to Catholic radio for ten minutes. Get my quick little ten minute formation of the day or whatever. Or I remember I don't even know what was on, but it was um, Doctor Sri's wife. I can't even think of her name now. But it was, I just remember sitting in the driveway, just waiting for her. To, I'm like, this is just so good. This is what my heart needed right now. And then, like, I was able to share that with a friend, too. Like, oh, yeah, she said this thing, and that also relates to your life. You know, it's not – that's the beauty of relationship. It's not self-centered, I guess. You know, it's, it's giving. There's always – as we're ra- fundraising money right now, mm-hmm. like God can't be outbeaten, outbeat, outdone, outdone in, in generosity. generosity. Very yeah. Good. Thank yeah. you. You know, so even in like the radio being generous to us and filling us up, my cup, I can then fill another cup, or maybe I'll be kinder to my children because I'm filled up a little yeah. bit more. I'm not yeah. going to blow up. Well, it's funny that you say that because you know, I was. I was kind of joking about my comment about the kids not really liking Dr. Ray Garendi. I told him that. I told Dr. Ray, you know, we had a chance to have him speak. And I said, you know, my, my kids aren't a fan of you. He goes, oh, tell me about it. Not the first time I've heard this. You know, so he, great sense of humor. And he, he laughed with it. Um, and for real, my kids, no, they, they're, they're fine with him per se, you know. But they recognize that mom and dad are getting help. And that's coming through Real Presence Radio. We're getting help on how to try to fulfill our vocation as parents and as a husband and as a wife. And, you know, like, like you said, Katie, and so to share that, you know, and sometimes the gift that you're sharing isn't always readily received. Or maybe the timing of it, you share it, like maybe it's hard for that person to hear it or receive it. But God's timing, God knows uh, when a person needs to hear it. You just never know when that seed is planted, all of a sudden you, you, you kind of recall it. You know, you would call it at certain mm-hmm. points in your life, like, oh, yeah, wow. <laughs> you know, and that the Lord used that. I didn't really, either I didn't want to hear it, or I just, I didn't really, I needed to hear it, didn't realize it. And then all of a sudden it comes to fruition. Um, there's, there's so much for our listeners. Um, I just want to acknowledge, we've been, we've been diving in. If you're hearing things that just really resonates, or as I said earlier, if it doesn't resonate, um, but I still invite you uh, to reach out. Um, make a gift. Give us a call. Um, ask questions. Ask what this is about. 877-795-0122. Blake, can we share a little bit 
like the operation costs, you know, what, what does it cost for us to operate this on a monthly level, weekly level? Can you share some about yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, this is, this is a real thing for us to, to keep the lights on and, uh, and things too. So monthly to, to operate Real Presence Radio and our 27 signals across our five states is $219,500 on a monthly basis. Uh, daily, that, that's $7,317. And hourly, that's 24-7. We run programming 24-7 as an affiliate of EWTN along with our, our local programming, $305 an hour. Um, so we really need your support to keep the gospel going strong um, throughout our 27 signals. To run the transmitter in our studio for one year network-wide, $635,000. So really appreciate uh, the generosity of those that have given. And if you're on the fence, you're like, I, I don't know about this, you know. Um, I think Phil and Katie have witnessed too by just giving it a shot, taking that step of faith to say, you know, I, I can give ten bucks. You know, uh, and, and I think of the widow. We were talking about that yeah, the this, this morning. The widow's yeah. might of like we give to the point of uh, um, what's sacrificial to us, you know, and that's what true generosity is. It's a gift of love. You guys are witnessing that so beautifully like you receive the the gift of the station through you know through a program or something like that and then you're able to give it to your friend i mean that's the trinity that's where where that's that's the trinity that's love that's why god is love and that's for all of us as well so it's just this beautiful exchange where you give us this gift and we as well can transmit this programming throughout our listening area so really appreciate the generosity of those that have given given again that number is 877-795 Again, you can give on realpresenceradio.com. Click the donate button as well as our app on uh, the App Store and Google Play. Google Play. <laughs> Even though I don't have an Android. <laughs> so, well, for, the, for the Zoo Broads, like, um, what was it for you, if, if I may ask, because this is a little bit more personable per se, but what was it for you that you felt compelled, okay, I think I want to start giving to this apostolate? You know, I think someone asked us. We said yes. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean and, and again, for me, it, it was a, I think it was a yes for both of us just because of what they've done. And I mean, for me, like I said, I, it was part of the journey of that helped me th- that taking a step to discern and go into the seminary. And, you know, I was hearing the, uh, the Chaplet of Divine Mercy on Real yeah. Presence Radio, but I didn't know what it was because I had a class that ended at 3 o'clock and I got my car at 3.05 and these pretty nut- night, like sweet-sounding nuns singing, but I didn't know and it was till we were at our first campfire there. Yeah. And like Somebody's like, let's play the Chapel of Divine Mercy and I'm like, okay, I don't know what that is, but like, just bring your rosary. And I'm like, okay. And then they start getting to it. I'm like, hey, that's what the nuts were singing. You know? like, so, you know, it was just something that so it's been in the background. It's been in the background, yeah. you know. For so you. it's like when when somebody you know had asked us or brought us to the banquet. I think is what it was. Yeah. It was just kind of a yeah. That's we, how it started. Yeah. You mentioned yeah. companion too before of like being in the background or being that constant companion where you can just flip it on. It's as easy as that mm-hmm. to flip it on and to hear a a message that and it's. I've heard so many stories of the providence of God the Father to give you what you need to hear at that moment. It doesn't happen always like that, but sometimes something hits you at the right moment where you can give it to another. Like, oh man, I needed to hear that today. Real quick story. I was driving to a a golfing event we had in the Crookston Diocese for for Catholic United Financial and and, uh, 
there somebody there also the uh brian his heart last name is hard to say but he's a the candle man basically his family has a candle business okay and they help supply a lot of the parishes and a lot of the diocese in minnesota and but christina lar was on there talking about her candles a great feast her book so the book you should buy it yeah Uh, (laughs) look her up christina christina lar anyway uh and i was like this guy needs this book you know like Mm. he's the candle man like this is like Perfect. He's a Catholic man. Told it like, oh yeah, that's right. I did, you know I wouldn't have thought of that. Yeah. You know, had I not been listening that morning on the drive, yeah. and this was like, okay, let's get this, let's get this book in this guy's hands, you know, and Beautiful. just to, you know, well, it's it, you're connecting the dots, and that was right. part of our conversation with Father Courtright earlier. You know, uh, the first guest with with us in Grand Forks was just. Um, it, first, we said the Catholic world is so small. You connect the dots. He goes, well, okay, don't get me wrong. You know, when you have over a billion Catholics, okay, you're not small. But the but Catholic really world, you are. it does kind of shrink it. Right. Yes, because you feel all of a sudden connected. You, yeah. you, you're connected. You, you have that piece. You have that point of familiarity uh, where you belong. And that's what we were talking about. And really, that's kind of been, if there's been a theme of our conversation, Blake, this has been it. Like, it's uh, a place to belong. Whether it's at the Newman Center, but that's just emblemic of like it's the Catholic Church, yeah. You know, and this is this is the Church is welcoming people to come back. And I love this phrase: "Come back home." If it's a home away from home, if you've been away from home, if you've been away from the Church, you know, this is you know, th- this almost sounds like a Catholic's welcome home, uh, you know. <laughs> but, but it is. But it's part of the message of the Church of Mercy to come back home, you know. And so, Katie and Philip, your story too of whether it's been in the background. You know, and it's just kind of been there. This is a lot of our story, I think, of our listeners, uh, cradle Catholics. Um, we don't often realize the gift. You don't know what you have till it's gone. Yeah. You know, and so we don't know the gift. Real Presence Radio has been uh, in this area. You know, it started in Grand Forks. It really has been in this area for 20 years. It's a little, we're a little over 20 years old. And so really the, the Grand Forks area, I appreciated your shout out earlier. Like Grand Forks, I, you know, I hope this isn't a community that you don't know what you got till it's gone per se. You know, so many of the faithful in Grand Forks has held up Real Presence Radio. Yeah. And it's what's enabled Real Presence Radio to grow and expand. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I know for me in my heart, there is a particular gratitude of the Grand Forks faithful community. And they're not all Catholics. There's plenty of yeah. non-Catholics that give that, you know, hey, we hear this, we've heard this a lot over the last couple of years. I say that because I've only been here for a couple of years. So <laughs> uh, as far as with real, real presence, but the feedback we get from the listeners, they're not all Catholic. Well, I listen to you guys because not only do you share the good news, but you share news that's not filled with like junk. Or, you know, yeah. if your agenda, your agenda is driven by, by, by Jesus. Yeah. You know, and these are non-Catholics that are also sharing this. So they're being fed by it. And so um, it's certainly a gratitude for me with Grand Forks, but also an encouragement and a request. You know, we want the new donors, but we also were made to thrive with those who have been able to give regularly. You know, and so just a, a request, a request out there. Um, so I think we have one more uh, yeah, gift we, that's been given. One more gift, anonymous from Fargo, North Dakota, giving at the guardian angel uh, gift level. And anonymous is giving in lovely, loving memory of her mother and father. So thank you so much, anonymous from Fargo. Again, uh, 
we have two more minutes here in um, uh, Mark and I segment from St. Thomas Aquinas Newman Center. That number is 877-795-0122. Again, realpresenceradio.com and on the app. Uh, feel free to donate and be part of this RPR family so that we can continue to bring the gospel to others throughout the whole listening area. So I really appreciate the support of our donors during this segment. And um, we ask for, for more um, for those to, to give generously to RPR. I would, I would love to have a reason. Just in the last second, we run out of time. Because after this, it's jumping to Sioux Falls. And they're going to pick up in Sioux Falls for the last two hours of the day for our log drive. I would love that they were forced to have to read some gifts given to Grand Forks. Let's make them say it. But hey, you've got to read off a couple before you get going. <laughs> um, so Katie and Philip, thank you for being with us. Any just kind of final words just from, uh, just, just from what we've been sharing? Any words of encouragement to our listeners? Um, yeah. I don't know. Just encourage you to give and consider a Real Presence Radio. Um, we appreciate all that you guys have done, you know, throughout the years as well. And um, yeah, take that. Remember, God owns all the banks in the world, so He's got your finances covered. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Amen to that. So Amen. thank you for tuning in. We pass it on to Sioux Falls, Blake. It's been awesome. It's been a pleasure, Mark. And we'll we'll join back up soon. So keep continuing to listen to the Real Presence Radio Fall Live Drive as we start to close out day one.